Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Pod. Uh, today is December 18th, 2022. Merry Christmas to all of you, first off, as we are only a week out from the Lord's Day. And uh, the guy giggling across from me with, hey, everybody, look, he's got decorations right there behind him. It's not just a white wall. It's nice to see you. He is literally here down here in the 504. Good to see you from the other room. Yeah, yeah, long time no see. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I Stop, it's a week away. We'll probably have another, <laughs> yeah, no, not yet. What did you just say? It's Whatever not Christmas just, yet. It wasn't even English. It's not Christmas yet, so I don't really, I'm not ready to um, celebrate the holiday. We're going to watch a Christmas movie later. All right. I, let's get it. I, okay. Let's get into Cardinals. <laughs> the most one, first of all, most wonderful time of the year. Sure. I prefer summer. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this attitude just because you got fancy lights and garland behind you. I don't well, like I was informed you. that we're not having green bean casserole, so I'm not in the Christmas mood. <laughs> green bean casserole is a one day a year that's Thanksgiving. No. I don't agree. First of all, like I said, I get deviled eggs once a year and I have to beg for them. They're literally the greatest food of all time. No, they're, no, they're not. They, they are. They are. All right. If you would like to go to the store, if you want to go right up the road to Rouse's, buy four cans of green beans, a can of mushroom soup, and some turkey onions and make them, you, you're more than welcome to make your own green bean casserole. No, it's going to be gross. I'm not doing that. Oh, first of all, I made it. All you have to do is literally open the cans and dump it together. That's literally it. That's literally it. All right. You want to get the Cardinals? I don't know. That's enough green bean casserole talk for the podcast. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. Just saying. Okay. Um, first off, before we get to baseball, shout out to uh, Argentina and Messi for winning the World Cup. Uh, I have watched way more soccer in the last month than I ever had in my entire Was out till three last night uh, with Sanders Osborne and Tipitina's. Got in bed about a little after three. Got up this morning at nine to watch the World Cup. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure why, but it was literally maybe the greatest soccer game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, congrats to Lionel Messi in Argentina. Pretty cool. Um, so for the bro- U.S. 2026, that's the year. Comes here to North America. Uh, we can get a little bit better. We can learn from our Sweet 16 uh, appearance. And I'd like to bring the cup home to America. Yeah, probably not. But, you know, you can always hope. You can always hope that it happens. Well, Messi's probably done. Ronaldo's done. Uh, but that kid, Mbappe from France. Oh. We also lost. Uh, we didn't lose to Messi or Ronaldo or Mbappe. So I think I think in order to start getting um, prepared for those guys, you have to beat I'm, everybody else. I'm not going to lie. Outside of Pulisic, those are the only three names in soccer I know now. Neymar? I don't know him. Okay. Let's just no let's move on. No, no Mar. Garcia Parra? I don't yeah. think he's playing. No. All right. Anyway, just shout out to Argentina. The World Cup is super cool. Qatar seemed like it could have been a nightmare. I don't know. I wasn't there. Wouldn't be there. But uh, I would like to maybe go to a match when it's here because the environment does look electric. It does. We won't be going. It will outprice us immediately. That's probably true. That's probably true. But okay. It's anyway, it's been nice, been nice catching up from the other room. Um, let, let's get to let's get into it as the winter meetings obviously are over. Um, the Cardinals have made 
three moves so far this year. I mean, I guess you could say they got Firmin, so they made four moves there. Uh, that was a move also. And obviously there's some people they've gotten rid of, some people, whatever. But bringing in uh, Wilkin Rodriguez, we talked about him. Bringing in Zami- Zamiga? Zamiga. No, Zuniga. Zuniga, yeah. And then um, also, obviously, the big signing of Wilson Contreras. Now, if you're if you're on Twitter like we are, uh, by the way, you can follow us on Twitter, the Hard Nine Pod. You can find us there at Caleb Noble zero eight at Mike Noble zero eight. We'd love to have you do that. That would be fun. Uh, we enjoy it, although it does piss me off daily because it does seem like Cardinal fans want. If there's a free agent, they think Mo should sign him, no matter who they are. And if they don't sign him then Mo is not doing his job, and it's another wasted offseason. That's all I can read every day, and I don't understand. Can you explain it to me? No, I mean, I get it. I get you want the excitement of the offseason. You know, you're bored. There's no games going on. Um, And it's fun to talk about. It's fun when you come on here and say, hey, they just signed Wilson Contreras to the biggest contract an outside free agent's ever signed. That is fun. Like, I enjoy doing that as well. But you've got to think of it from a perspective of, one, if the guy isn't a need and he's costing $20 million a year or $15 million, it doesn't make any sense. That's not where you need to um, put your resources at. Like I get, we see like, Oh, well the Padres just signed Xander Bogarts and they didn't need a shortstop. Well, yeah, but give it five years. You're going to be glad that the Cardinals aren't using that, um, that process because it's not going to work in the long haul. They've got to win the next couple of years or it's an absolute failure. And people say, well, we're spoiled here because, um they're good every year they're always in it every single year and then when it comes to recognizing why they're good every year it's like people don't realize why they're good every year because they know what they need to get and they go get it and they don't overextend themselves that will make them horrible five years down the road or three years down the road and free agents as we know most deals they don't work out very well most of them correct correct um with that being said, you want to kind of look at some of the, like, since we've talked last week, let's take a look around at this a free agent frenzy that has been going on. Um, because there have been some notable names, obviously. A lot, of not- a lot of notable, um, a lot of very good baseball players have been signed. Correct. Not guys like the Trey Turners that you're going to, like, you know, spend $300 million on, but a lot of really good baseball players. Um. Yeah, last time we talked, I think we left off with the the Mets signing Nemo and Senga and those guys. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Since then, because last pod we talked about Chris Bassett. We talked about Noah Syndergaard, where we thought he might go. Um, Bassett, first one, obviously, signs. Thoughts on Chris Bassett? One of the one of the most reasonable contracts, I think, signed this offseason was a three-year 60-61. Was that what it ended up being? Something like that? Something like that, yes. Yeah, good deal for the Blue Jays. I mean, that, that just fortifies their rotation. They needed a guy that's reliable every fifth day. Chris Bassett, over the last three years, has very much been one of the most reliable pitchers in baseball. Um, so it's a really good move for them. I think he's going to fit in very well there because you're going to slot him right behind Gosman and Manoa, and that's really good for their rotation. I still think they need maybe one more because I don't trust you know, Shea Kikuchi, but the top four in that rotation are very good. Uh, is Ryu still under contract there? I believe so, yeah. So you get him back. You also you got Gosman, you've got Manoa, you've got Bassett. Now that's a pretty strong three. But you also have um, they lost Stripling. Rios. Yeah, I don't trust him either. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying when when Jose Barrios, who by the way Cardinal fans were clamoring for two years ago, deservedly so, has had rocky 
Like he is at one big roller coaster. But yeah. when he's your number four or your number five and you got Ryu at the back, who we've seen when Ryu is healthy, very successful pitcher at the big league level. Uh, that I think that helps Toronto quite a bit. Um, the Kiermaier thing still kind of odd uh, to me for the underneath that deal, but he's going to play a great center field for them. He's going to hit ninth, uh, I assume. But still, it, it still just makes it still just makes it, it odd to me that you trade Teoscar, yeah, that uh, the guy who hits right in the middle of your order like every day. I, I don't know how you I don't know how you fill that that production. I just don't know how you do it because you're not going to get it from Kevin Kiermaier. That to me is a prime example of why you don't trade the guy you're trying to replace before you've replaced him. Yeah. You know, like it was last year when we talked about the Yankees and it ended up working out because Bader was great in the postseason, but they traded um, Monty because they thought they had a deal with Pablo Lopez. Right. They didn't. And now you don't have Monty and you have a center fielder that at the time was on the shelf. Um, so you kind of had – I think they thought they were going to be able to get a Nemo or a trade for somebody would become available, and I just don't think it worked out that way. And now they don't have Teoscar Hernandez, um, and they don't have really anyone in the outfield. I mean, their outfield is still fine. Like, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is good. Uh, Springer is obviously good. Kiermaier, I mean, he is what he is. But I don't know how you trade 30 home run, 850 OPS power in the middle of your order for a reliever. I just I get they're good. But I just don't get how you do that. Do you do you think that GMs do that because they think it hurts their leverage? Like if you, okay, if we have the guy, then they know we have to trade a guy. Do you know like? But but if I'm the GM, I'm thinking, well, we don't have to trade him. Do well, at the very least, you could have a deal set ready, and you say, hey, wait, and then we're right. going to make this deal. Like there are ways to manipulate it. Um, but yeah, that is something. But at the same time, as Teoscar Hernandez, you know that if he's on your team, you'll find a place for him to play. So you say, hey, if you want him, you got to give me this. It's Teoscar yeah, Hernandez. We know how good he is. Like, I don't care what you think. Like, we know he's good. So, I mean, sure, but I, I don't know how much of a factor that plays in. But I'm also not in, in general manager discussions, so I honestly don't no. know. No, 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 no. I'm just always trying to, like, get into their brain and see uh, how it is they think. Every and winter also, meetings, I just wish I could be a fly on the wall of all those conversations. Yeah, hopefully we get to get there one year and we can do a pod from there. That would be super fun. Um, yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, in a very in very Cleveland Guardians like fashion, they go out and sign Mike Zanino. Nobody talked about it. I think it's a sneaky move. When Mike Zanino is healthy, he he produces. Uh, he's always going to be a, a good. Be- he's always going to be good behind the plate. He's he's going to give you everything. I mean, Cleveland needed a catcher. There was no doubt about it. They didn't get. I I mean, I assume the Murphy. That that's we're going to talk about that in a minute anyway. But you know, I assume they wanted massive prospects from the Indians, like they wanted from the Cardinals. Guardians. And, well, Steve, uh, that's what I mean. Sorry, they wanted Quan. I heard uh, that's one of the rumors, and then other like, what are we doing here? Well, and, what they anyway, got? So I, I would say that's a, I, think I don't a know. Good move, sneaky good move for the Guardians. I like it for one reason, and my reasoning is that he has power. They need yeah. power. Yep. Um, 34, 33 home runs in twenty twenty one. I am worried he had. Yeah, I think he had thoracic outlet syndrome last year. Is that right? Um, massive yeah, injury that can really make his. Um, they can really make his defense go down. But I, I mean, I like the move. They should have aimed for higher. He did, yeah. He had it last year. That's why he was out for most of the year. Um, I, I mean, it's a good move. It's just I do think they should have aimed higher. Um, but we they don't need know someone else. I think they did. I think they went after Sean Murphy. I would have I liked Omar Narvaez more for them. Huh? Okay. Okay. I would have liked him more. I would have liked Vasquez more. I would have liked 
I mean, I don't know. William Contreras, why weren't they in on that? You know, yeah. we'll talk about him later. But you tell me they couldn't have gotten in and thrown in a higher prospect than the Brewers did, you know? So that's something that I wish they would have kind of, you know, aimed a little bit higher. But he's going to be good for them if he's healthy. Right. Um, uh, it, uh, and also a very Giants move uh, for all of you fantasy players like we are. Go get Ross Stripling this year because – I didn't even know, know that happened. Went, went from Toronto, San Francisco, signs him to a, a very good deal. Um, he is going to go there and probably put up a sub-3 ERA, and he'll have career highs in almost everything. Well, he had a great year last year at 3.01. He He's a very good pitcher, like another another Dodger guy um, who's been consistent but has never, let, like, landed a home. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he signed – did he sign a one-year – a two-year deal? So for two years, he'll be great in San Francisco. Book it. Go yeah, get, get him in fantasy. I mean, we can throw him in there with Manaya. It's around the same conversation, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so they signed those two. That's good Good yep. rotational depth. If you're a pitcher, you should be clamoring to get there and see how they can make you better just for your next deal. So good for both of those guys. Um, I think they're both really good um, professional pitchers that are going to give you a good outing every fifth day. So good moves for them. Um, Boxberger goes to the Cubs. Always depth in the rotation. Boxberger's always pretty good. That That's a good arm. Depth in the bullpen, you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. That's Sorry, that's what I meant, bullpen. Um, yeah, he's good. I kind of wish the Cardinals would have been in on that for that price, but it is what it is. That's one um, where I'm like, oh, you could have paid him that. We talked about Syndergaard. He lands with the Dodgers. Uh, another guy, if I'm a fantasy owner, I'm going to get Noah Syndergaard this year. That's interesting. I, I like that. I like that move for them. I do, too. We saw it with Tyler Anderson. We saw it with Andrew Heaney. We've seen it with guys th- throughout the years. Right. All the angel guys, huh? I mean, Syndergaard is going to go there and probably, if he's healthy, which that's always the question, but that's a question you can ask when they pitcher. He's going to be their number five starter, I would I would assume. Uh, yeah, I, I think there are people, Cardinal fans, mad we didn't get him. Don't know why. But um, I think, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from Syndergaard. He wasn't great last year. Um, he had a, around a four ERA with a 1.25 whip. Not incredible. But, I mean, I think there's definitely something in him you can unlock. Because when he was Thor and he was great, I mean, you could see he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. So if they can unlock that again, I mean, you're getting an ace. But I don't know how how likely that is. But he's going to be good for him probably. Um, just a few other things here to get to before we get to the, the two big ones, right? The two big ones. I kind of want to talk about those last. Um, the guy you had talked about, I don't know if you talked about it on here or if you just brought it up to me, but the Tigers land Michael Lorenzen. Uh, again, another serviceable arm. Who's I mean gives them a lot of depth. He can come out of the he can come out of the pen. He can throw. He he's starting. Start, they he said start. Yeah, there you go. Like you know, he gives you. He's one of those guys that I nine think so mil, great. right? Why? Huh? Why nine mil? Yep. Don't know. Don't know. I mean, some of these contracts are wild. Um, Shout out to these guys, man. To be a and we also need to mention right Michael Brantley after this. But um, yeah, well, we were going to get to that. That's I think it's the two big ones. Yeah, but we got a few more to go through. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, I spoiled it. I thought you said this was the last one before the big one. Um, get yeah, you, La- we get you under the Christmas lights, and you fucking lose your mind. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a good deal. I mean, it's good for him. I think really good. One, he's getting paid a lot of money, and two, if he goes out there and he shoves in Detroit, a very pitcher-friendly ballpark, um, not a great division, you know. So a lot of play teams are going to be playing aren't great offensively. Um, he could do it. I mean, he's still got stuff, man. He's jacked. He's one of the most jacked players in baseball. He throws hard. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it for both of them. Um, and, okay, a team that I kind of wanted to hit on a little bit more, and we don't have to really get into it. I've been shocked that the Orioles have not been as um, eager. Is that the word I'm looking for? As Involved. Aggressive, maybe? Aggressive 
they go out and they get Adam Frazier. That Adam Frazier's a really good baseball player. He's a former all-star. He's a good piece. Once he left Pittsburgh, he's never really been the same. He didn't put up big numbers in San Diego. He struggled in Seattle. Um, maybe he can refine it there in Baltimore. But, uh, but a team that was this cl- – I mean, literally, you know, this close – to making the playoffs in a year that nobody saw it coming. Everybody's like, oh, well, they're like, they were like Seattle the year before. They're a year away. Uh, yeah, I think you probably, I think you said that on here. And, um, you know, you've got the pieces there. They've done literally nothing of substance except going out and now adding Adam Frazier. And Kyle Gibson. Sorry, um, my apologies to Kyle Gibson. You're right. They, they should have gone, they should have been all in on Carlos Rodon, um, in yes. my opinion. But I, I, mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, the guys, the shortstops, right now, yeah, they could use a shortstop. They have Henderson. They can play there. They have Mateo they like. They have um, Jackson Holiday. they just drafted. But it's I, – I don't know. I don't know. I was hoping they were going to make a splash. They need to. But maybe there's just no one that they thought they wanted to commit to long-term, and maybe they're looking ahead the next year. You just never know. But you would think coming off of that great season that they had, with Adley kind of cementing himself as a top five catcher in baseball, um, you would think they would have gone out there and done something, but yeah. kind of disappointing. Like Adam Frazier is a good player. He's better than Rugnet Odor, who they had going out there last year. First but, of all, first of all, stop. Like Odor had a hell of a year. He did not. He did. He did not he have a hell of numbers. a year. What, what do you What do you think is a hell of a year? Go, go, let, let, let's talk about Odor's numbers. He had, he had a, a seventy nine OPS plus. What was his OPS? 632. He was horrible. Oh, geez. Okay. My apologies to. He's not good. He's horrible. He's been bad for years. Stats. He's a six career war. He's not a good player. And he had a, remember when he was like the guy coming up, too. I you mean, he who, had some okay. years where he was dropping bombs. Uh, my but... apologies to former Texas Rangers. You know who I was thinking about? Who? Jerkson Profar. Well, he's a good player, but he was never on the <laughs> Orioles. Wrong guy. Wrong old Texas Ranger. But either way, I, did, I just remember watching Odor down the stretch hit some big home runs for them. So my not a hell of a year, but yes, you're Adam Frazier. More, okay, more like a hell year. It was I really bad. Also was very wrong when I said let's get to the two big ones. We got a bunch of big ones to get to, so let's go through just the smaller ones right now. Um, my apologies here on this. Also, Drew Smiley goes to the Cubs. Anything you got there? No, no, agreed. Um, all right, now let's kind of work work backwards to the trade that I want to get to today. Michael Brantley signs twelve million dollars with the Astros. I'm glad. Like, you know, you were you were in on one Brantley here. You were one of those guys that I've heard a lot, you know, talk about that. I would have loved him here. I don't know. I Like, it, it just creates more of a log jam, I think, if you sign him. Not that not that I'm upset by that, but it just raises more questions. But I'm, I'm, I'm really glad Michael Brantley went back to Houston. He, you know, last year hurt. The guy can hit. He falls out of bed hitting. Everybody who's ever played with him loves this dude. Like, loves him. His nickname is Uncle. Tom, his, name, his nickname is Uncle Mike and Doctor Smooth. He's like the yeah, sickest Tom human Tucker of all time. Follows him around like Lars follows no one around. I love that shit. So you know, I, I'm glad that he's back with. I'm I'm glad he's back with Houston. Yeah. Um. They all. Everyone wants to talk about the Mets, the Padres, the Phillies with good for good reason. They made some massive moves with great players. They're not even close to the Houston Astros. <laughs> not even in the same world, lineup wise, rotation wise bullpen wise not close to the name of the three they are the best team in baseball again and if no if there aren't some massive surprises i would be shocked if they're not back in the world series next yeah year. i think i agree with that i think i agree with that um, like they've gotten better the they've Yankees gotten better then but but I, I i can't disagree with that i mean i don't they think- won a world series they signed michael brantley who bets 300 rolls out of bed betting 300 
They got Jose Abreu, who rolls out of bed driving in 100 RBIs. And then they just they let Verlander go when you look at their rotation, and it's you still really, probably the best in baseball. You really went in with the rolls out of bed like metaphor there. That's what, that's what the, well, those two are like two guys where you hear that where they roll out of bed and they just hit. Those are the two guys you probably think of because that's just what they do every single year. Like they, they did lose Justin Verlander, the Cy Young Award winner. And so. that's what my point is, but nobody cares because it doesn't matter because they have Framber Valdez, Javier. Right. You know McCullers is going to be better. Like you, And they have this Hunter Brown kid who throws 100. Garcia. I mean, yeah, yeah. You just keep going. There's more. Like, <laughs> right. They're the best team in baseball, and yeah. that's a great move. It lengthens their lineup out. They might be getting Jeremy Pena seven. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Remember, Crazy. though, but you know what? It's wild. I remember when Mike Napoli and the Rangers played? Well, you were, well, you remember, played the Cardinals in the World Series. Napoli was hitting like seventh. He had like 30 bombs, I think, that year. And that was like the that was the deepest lineup I had ever. I mean, you had Beltre, yeah, had- you had Hamilton, you had Elvis Andrews, who was in the prime of his career. You had, was it Kinsler? Was Kinsler Nelson on Cruz. There? Yeah, Kinsler. Nelson Cruz. I mean, that team was just Murphy. loaded. Murphy, Michael Young. Josh yeah, Hamilton. Was Josh Hamilton? Yeah, you already said him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that you forgot Michael Young, who was like the best yeah. of all of them at that point. Daniel Murphy. Um, yeah. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And that's when you look at the Astros, you kind of feel the same way. Um, J.D. Martinez, sneaky move for the Dodgers? I think so. He declined rapidly last year. Um, maybe it's from an injury. I don't know. His power was gone. His second half was horrible. Um, but he's going to the Dodgers. They obviously saw something in him. Um, I guess this could bring up a Red Sox question mark. Is there a Red Sox we're going to talk about later? Uh, there could be Justin Turner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk yeah. about them when that happens. We go. We'll talk about that now. They go sign Justin Turner. Yeah. Okay. Good move. I love JD Martinez. He's a yeah. great hitter. Um, Justin Turner to the Red Sox. What the? What are the Red Sox doing? Justin Turner's a good player. Two years he's a good row, DH. They, they gave him that eight million this year and has a fifteen million dollar player option at forty years old. I'm gonna go ahead and assume he takes it. So you're paying him yeah. fifteen million next year. Well, why? 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 I, just pay them. You should just pay the money for Xander, dude. So what are they going to do? Uh, is he just going to DH? Is that what he's going to do? I mean, unless they're going to trade Rafael Devers, but I don't think that's going to happen. Could he play? Rafael Devers play second base here. <laughs> I've been saying that for weeks. I don't care if he doesn't field one ball. What about right care. field? Devers could play right field, left field, center he, field. He could DH. I don't give a fuck. Go get him if he's available. Right, right, right. right. Um, that's a generational player right there. In, he's so good. In what was a it, this? Okay, the next one I want to get to. Hot button issue for a lot of people. It's so wild. I love this dude. Like, I absolutely love him. I wish he would have stayed in Atlanta, just like Freddie Free. Um, he just seems to be, he seems to get it. Like, when, when, you're, when you're that fucking good at everything you've ever done, you know, you go to Vandy, you win a national title at Vandy, you're the number one pick overall, then you're quickly traded, right? That very bizarre, very bizarre trade. Diamondbacks, the Braves, you come up. Kind of slow start, but then become. I mean, what he did and has done in the postseason the last two years, really, really good. I mean, I think he's the. I think I read that he is number one at hitting fastballs above ninety-seven miles per hour. Dansby Swanson is a hot button topic for some reason. I I know we didn't really necessarily want him here. I know that, that when you look at the sheer numbers, right? When you just look at the statistics, it's like he's an he's an a, above league average player who is older who plays great defense like he's what what's dancy 28 29 older that's a terrible thing to say 29 yeah um cub he goes to the cubs i think it's a good move for the cubs i really really do his future wife i don't think they're married yet plays soccer in chicago um i think he is going to be the new face of the franchise 
to be honest with you. I think that you're going to see him on every billboard. Remember when we were in, do you remember when we were at, in Chicago and we were at the Water Tower Mall and that massive mural of Chris Bryant or that massive, that's going to be Dansby Swanson in Chicago. So shout out to him. He got paid a shit ton of money. Um, it, it, but it was one of those things where with the Cardinals, it just, the fit wasn't there. I know a lot of people would have loved to have seen it. But I think more because it would have been a big splash. I'm, I'm, I'm geeked for Dansby, but as a kid who grew up in Georgia, sentimentalism, I really wanted him to stay with Atlanta. Um, that, that agent does not like the Braves. That's all I know. Same agent as Freddie Creed. You were positive about it. So I'm going to do the other thing. It was not a good deal. Um, it was a good deal for, for Dan, him. That's what I, that's what I meant. You said that you think it was a good deal for him as well. He's not good enough to be a face of a franchise. He's Uh-oh. not. He's not. He's a 95 career OPS plus. He's a below average hitter in his career. Um, he's not. And what they needed was they needed a guy to change the direction of their team quickly. They didn't get that. They got a more powerful Nico Horner. That's what they got. Well, they're gonna, Nico's, I mean, no. Like, come on. They did. They did. That's what they got production-wise. That's what he brings. Okay. I, I just feel like people slight. I, I've said it before. But slight what, under, Dad? He's barely above average. The back of the base. Hold on. I, lo- I understand that people love the back of a baseball card. I really do. But he does so many things well. Like, he steals bases. He can hit for power. The power's starting to come. I know he's 29. That Guys, that's not ancient in baseball, all right? We just signed a 31-year-old catcher. It's not ancient, okay? He's going to play great defense there. He's a – For how long, though? Uh, uh, it's the worst know. arm strength at shortstop in baseball. We have no, we have no idea. He does. I know he has the worst arm strength at shortstop in baseball. I know that. Well, does he get the guys out at first? He does now at the age of twenty nine. We'll see. What he can make up for with his feet. I could be wrong. I think that's. Okay, I don't. I don't want to hate on Dan. Dan is a good baseball player. You are. I don't understand. It's Christmas time, and for some reason, I. I mean, I. I think one. I think the Cubs wanted to spend money, and in pure Cubs fashion, they spent it on the wrong guy. They just did. He was the fourth out of four options. They spent it on the fourth option. Um, two, it's just, it seems to me like a Jason Hayward contract waiting to happen. The guy has peaked right now. He peaked last year. That was his best year he's ever had. 770 OPS. I mean, I get it. That's not, that's people want to shit on Dylan Carlson. His rookie year was a higher OPS than that in Bush yeah. Stadium, not in Atlanta, which is one of the hit, most hitter friendly ballparks in all of baseball. He's a good player. He is not a $25 million player. He's not. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he, and I, I hate to say that I don't like being like that because player he's a really good player and he seems like a great good great dude. He's not what they needed. What they needed was a generational guy to come turn the to come bring free agents there, to come turn it around quickly, to bet third for you every day. And when you look at it on the surface, they replaced Wilson Contreras, who was their best hitter, with a guy who's not as good of a hitter. And they lost that guy that was a better hitter to the rival and the best team in the division. Hey, I'm like I said. I I think I I think I view I just view Dansby Swanson different than a lot of other people. You're, what you said is not wrong. It's not wrong. I just think he he does so many things well. And when the sh- the lights shine brightest, he really seems to rise to the top. Sure. We're gonna use all your rolls out of bed cliches. Let's go ahead and stick to the. He cliches. does. That's that's true. Like, when are the brights gonna be light in Chicago when they're seventy and ninety two every year? I, that's a now that's a valid question. So I don't know. But I'm happy for him for getting paid. I wish he would have stayed in Atlanta. He seemed made to be down there. You see him, he's wearing out, outcast stuff. Like, he's full Atlanta in. But I understand. You know where Dansby's great? Dansby is great when he does his role and does it very well in a lineup of other guys that can do more than he can, like Austin Riley, Which I think like is Acuna. And, and I think but, when but you're when in that he, 
If he's going to be batting now. second or third for you every – I mean, I guess he batted second in Atlanta. But when he's going to have to be the guy that bops for you. Like his run to the World Series, he was batting seventh or eighth the whole time. Correct. If he's yeah. going to have to be the guy that's bopping for you in level order, like he's just not that guy. And that's not bad. He's a very valuable baseball player. But he's not the guy that they needed to turn around their rebound, right. I don't think. Um, another guy that Twitter was clamoring for, Andrew Benintendi, ends up with the White Sox. Uh, White Sox needed an outfielder. Benintendi coming off one of his best years. He's still, he, believe it, he's only 29. For some reason, thought Andrew Benintendi had been around for 25 years, it felt like. Um, been around for a while. That, not a bad move for, for either side, I think. I mean, I, again, I think if, if we're going to fall in line with Dansby, Benintendi is like kind of that guy. But great defender. He's going to hit. I, I don't know where they'll hit him in that lineup. I mean, it's going to be intriguing to see what Chicago does. That's one of their first big moves here this offseason is going to get, you know, Dansby Swan. Or, I mean, Andrew Benintendi. Yeah. He is similar. He's only making 15 years for four years, though. Not $177 right, right, million. Right. Dollars. Um, um, he's a good player. Really good player. Not going to provide power. He's going to hit for average. <clears throat> Sorry. He's going to be one of the best defensive left fielders in baseball. He makes them better. Um, does that really do much for them in terms of how good are they going to be? I don't know if it changes their ceiling or anything like that. For me, probably we're projecting him at around a 500 team as of right now. Um, I don't know if he changes that for them, but he is um, – it's a good move. I mean, he's a good player. I, w- I was kind of hoping he was going to go to a, a, a team that, you know, he was the piece that kind of completes their lineup, not a team where he kind of just is another piece and a lineup that you really don't know what you have, which is kind of where right, Chicago is. Right, Yeah, yeah, because Chicago is so weird. They have so much fucking talent on that roster. They lost to Brayu, Yeah, the best player. I, I I get it, but you still. I mean, you're looking at we we saw Andrew Vaughn become a really good player last year. You've got Tim Anderson, you've got Mankata, you've got uh Rob, Luis Robert, Eloy Jimenez. Obviously, Mankata and Jimenez. There's a lot of question marks there. You still have Grandall. Like I, that's still a very solid roster. Who am I missing? The third baseman from CBC. That's Mankata. Mankata is the third baseman. Okay, who oh, Gavin Sheets. From, no, no, no. Or Jake Berger. Burger, kid from CBC. Local they both kid. those guys. Um, yeah. So I mean, you still have Lance Lynn. They have a good you still bullpen. Have Fialito, huh? They have a good bullpen. Yeah, like it, it's just maybe maybe the new maybe new managers. I mean, we talked about I that know. on here a lot. I, I mean, don't Tim know. Tim Anderson's going to be a free agent after this year. Um, Abreu, their heart and soul, of their team. It seemed like, and I was yeah. wrong. He's not the best player on the team. Robert is the best player on the Correct. team. Was. Um, yeah. But he's kind of, and then Robert's injured all the time. Eloy's injured all the time. Moncada questions about his kind of work ethic and um, have been circling around. I don't know the legitimacy of any of those, but I know that he hasn't performed recently. Um, I know Grandal like on, on the downturn. On on paper, it seems like yeah. that team should fucking roll. And Yasmani Grandal was horrible last year, man. Horrible. He really so, was. Really so was. I don't I don't know. I don't know where they go. It it almost seems like it was a very brief window of success, but maybe they'll turn yeah. it around. I just yeah. don't see it. I, I think they're going to uh, be a third place to be team. Fair, the Guardians are the class of the of the AL Central now. I think they've overtaken that that reign. Um, but that is still a winnable division if if the parts click, if the sum of the parts become the whole, which I think has been the problem there. I think you've got a lot of parts you don't have, which is weird because the year before it seemed like, oh, here come the White Sox. You know what I mean? They're playing in. They're playing it at. Uh, Dyersburg at the Field of Dreams. You know, there's, I mean, you're seeing Tim Anderson break out, become this guy. Uh, we're seeing all of that. And then all of a sudden, last year, it just kind of 
collapse maybe around a Tony Larusa another DUI. Yeah. Who knows? I think they, I think they miscalculated <laughs> how much Jose Abreu went to that team, and I think they're going to pay for it dearly. They could, they could. I think that's a valid point. Um, in very Twins fashion, they go out and they sign Joey Gallo. I hope Joey Gallo goes up there and crushes. He'll hit two twenty, and I hope he hits thirty to forty home runs. That ballpark is is. I mean, we've seen the home runs. We saw the Twins break the record. You know, he's he's going to have an. He's going to hit a lot of home runs there, I believe. He's a good fit. He's a good fit them with that lineup. <clears throat> we'll talk about the guys they lost later, but they've gotten worse. So it's yep. going central again. Man, the middle of America, they need to get their shit together and have better, <laughs> better baseball teams. Please. They have no pitching either. I know. I know. I mean, no offense to Sonny Gray and Kenta Maeda, but and Joe Ryan. I mean, they've got some names, but they're not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Gallo's think... not very good anymore. Hopefully, Buxton can stay healthy. You know, he's great. Go back for yeah. him. Yeah, one of our favorite players here on the pod. Um, okay, let's get to the three big ones, and then we'll get to the Cardinals. We don't have as much to talk about the Cardinals this time, so we kind of wanted to get into some of the other teams as well. Um, obviously, the guy, the number one guy, the Cardinals Twitter, rightfully so, was clamoring for. But a week ago, I told you, and not that I, I'm not going to be the guy, and I'm not going to be you that hurts myself patting me on the back here, but I did not see a signing Carlos Rodon or Chris Bassett. You know, I know you had said you thought maybe I just didn't see it. It didn't make sense. Um, but not that I was against it, right? And not that I, when I say it doesn't make sense, when I was looking at the makeup of the team right now, it just didn't make sense unless there is a trade looming. Okay, Rodon six years, hundred sixty-two million. Did he overplay his hand at seven two ten? But the, he's still the Yankees six years, one sixty-two. I personally would not give a pitcher. I've, I've been on record saying that probably more than three-year deal. That's kind of where I would go. But shout out to Carlos Rodon. He deserves every fucking penny he got. Um, he's been incredible, especially last year. We'll see how he is in Yankee Stadium. Like six years, 162, a lot of money, obviously. Um, I That might be the only deal where he, they, he got less than I thought he was going to get, where a player got yeah. less than what I thought. Um, great deal for him. I think if you would have told him two years ago that today he would have a six-year, $162 million contract to go play in New York, he probably would not have believed you. Um, cause he had injuries, he got DFA, yep. he had a bunch of stuff going on. So happy for him. He's just a great guy. Um, great for the, um, the Yankees rotation, probably the best in baseball right now on paper as it stands. I mean, having Frankie Montas as your five is a, is a, and it's a, who? I think Houston's is better. Is there's an argument? I don't know, man. When you go down, it's just, it's really deep and it has potential to be the best. We can say that. I it think. does. It does. But I still, okay. Here's the thing. Right, you've got Cole and Rodon right off the bat. That's fucking incredible, you know. But again, we know that we'll see Garrett Cole blow up multiple times, right? We'll see yeah, that. That's not happen. Um, but I still think there's a lot of questions that remain around Nestor Cortez. I yeah, think that's not really fair. Like he's been great. Well, one year, dude. Two. One year. Two years. Two years. He wasn't great. He was really good in 2021. What? Talk to me about what. I hit a 1.07 whip and a 3.7 ERA. That's Garrett Cole numbers. 3.7 ERA is not Garrett Cole numbers, is it? What did, he, what did Garrett Cole have this year? Well, 3.5? That's a good question. I thought it was less than that. But either 3. way, a lot of questions. St- I'm still going to put question mark next to – no, no. I love him, but I'm going to put question mark. I'm put, there's so always put that into perspective, Dad. 2021, he had a 148 ERA plus. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's better than what 50% I thought. 50% above average. I think you, yeah. he, he's only 27, too. I think he deserves How many games did he start in 21? Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry, I was looking at FIP. He had a 2.90 RA in 2021. How many games did he start that year? 22. Okay. 
So he's had a 2.9 ERA and a 2.44 ERA. Yeah, I don't yeah, think okay, you can fair. question him anymore. That, that's bad. I don't. I guess I don't remember those 21 numbers like I should. He's the best um, three in the league. And then Frankie Montas, yeah, yeah, and Luis Severino. I, I, Severino. That's a really good five. Three, four, five. A lot of questions. No, four, five. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do? I mean, he's been great for two years. Yeah. That's Rodon too. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, you, I'm just saying, like, when are you going to start believing in the guy? Is it because he has a mustache? Speaking from one who has is it because he has a mustache and because he does a little funky leg twerk that you that no, you're questioning him. I, I love nasty nest, nester. He's no, you don't. Man. You called him bad, and he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. First of all, did not call him bad. I said there's question marks there. That's all I'm saying. You're talking about a guy again who this is like the third reclamation project. I'm just saying that hey, I hope I hope he's great again. That's a great story. I mean, who is two point nine and a two point four four? Then all star shoved in the postseason this year. What do you want from the guy? Jeez, fucking. Well, I'm just saying, what do you want from him? President of the Nestor Cortez. I'm not even not saying Cortez fan, but he's been great for two years. You got to give him the credit. Once he's bad, we can talk about that. But until that happens, I'm not going to say he's. Bad. I never. First of all, never said he was. You bad. said there's questions around him. There aren't. He's been good the for record, two. Please. I never. There, said okay, that. here's what I'll say. There were great. There were questions around him last year, and then he came out with better. So I wanted the questions. Okay. He's answered all. Right. Well. Okay. Okay. From a guy who kept saying the question marks around Carlos Rodon. But ne- I can't say those that are injury Nestor. questions. Those aren't performance questions for me. He's proved that twice. Well, hasn't Cortez had injury issues in his career? Yes. Not. I mean, I don't know. Not. No, I don't think so. He's How many starts did he make this year? Twenty-eight. Okay. So he missed what four starts? He threw one hundred and fifty-eight innings. They were doing. Lim- they were like limiting their pitchers because a- they were they were up by fifteen games in the division almost the whole year. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna stick by my thought. Okay, let's move on. We spent too much time on Nestor Cortez. That's just. I think that's kind of BS, is what I think. I'm not. I'm not. First of all, I'm simply saying there are question marks there. I, there I don't aren't. think Yankees. He fans, answered all okay, the questions. No question mark. Nestor Cortez. No question mark. If he yeah. goes out and gets lit up five times at the start, the then there's question marks. But as of right now, today, he's been great for two years. Okay. I think that's fair. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Uh, Giants go get their guy that we kind of said we thought that that's where he would end up. Uh, Carlos Correa goes to the Giants. Another 13-year deal. Um, I don't even remember what the money was. 350 Yeah. Hey, yeah. shout out to the Giants. We said they were going to spend money. They've been, they, they have money. They were going to spend it. I think Carlos Correa is a great fit in San Francisco. He now becomes the face of that franchise. Yep. Um, you know, I, I mean, good. First of all, shout out to Carlos. Guy's 27, just turned 28. You know, we're talking about a generational guy. He already has a better war at this age than Bryce Harper did. Granted, he plays shortstop. It's hard to evaluate sometimes right fielders with war. However, um, I think it's a great that, – that, he was my number one free agent on the market. I know everybody said Judge. I know people said Rodon. I know people said Verlander. I know people Turner. said DeGrom. To me, it was Carlos Correa because he was 27 years old. At Turner, it, was, it was – I mean, Turner, love Trey Turner. Carlos Correa, 27, 28, what he can do between power – between drive-in runs, between score runs, between play defense, he can steal you a base if need be. Like he just does it all. He is legitimately a five-tool player. He's one of the best players in baseball, in my opinion. Correct. Um, maybe, maybe even underrated at this point because people kind of one didn't watch him in Minnesota, um, and two don't like him. So I think he's become yeah underrated. Yes. Um, I think it's a great move for them. Um, thirteen years is a long, long time. 
he's not going to be good for that whole contract. I can I said that with confidence. He's going to be bad at some point. But if you get a good seven, eight years out of him, maybe a ring, maybe two. Like that's I mean that's what you want. That's the guy you go get if you want to turn around a retool. The, the Giants yeah. need a retool. They yeah. they had some pieces falling apart. Brandon Crawford, great year in 2021, kind of went back to where he was prior to that last year. They needed a guy that could turn that around quickly and make San Francisco a destination again. There are going to be guys that want to go and play for a team Correct. that has Carlos Correa on it. There, there will be. Um, so it's great for them. Um, they needed a guy. They said they were going to spend money, and they did it. Um, I don't know how the contract's going to work out, but that's a problem. By the time, what would that be, 2035 when that deal is done, 2036? Who knows? The superstars might be getting paid sixty million dollars, and that right. twenty-five, you're twenty-seven, you're getting him, giving him isn't going to matter at all. So it's a great yeah. deal. I agree. I agree. I, I think really solid move. I think a lot of guys want to play for Gabe Kapler too. I I think the the whole myth around Gabe Kapler really went away quickly when he got to San Francisco. Uh, seems like the guys really not genuinely like him. Uh, I love that he always has a reason for every move that he makes, and he informs. He's a fantastic communicator. I think that that's that solid, solid move. Now, okay. With that being said, I still don't think I still think the Giants are the third best team in the league in the West. Maybe the fourth because I think the Diamondbacks are are, are really fucking good. I really I'd do. I put them at fourth. Yeah, I mean that's you know. So Correa, you lose Rodon, you add Correa, get yeah, great. But I I just don't know what else you have around him right now. They need to you go know. get like a Conforto. They got Hanniger too. Um, they need to oh, go get Hanager, a, Confor- right. a Conforto right. would be good for them to take a flyer on him, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So let's talk about the trade. We don't have to go. I feel like we spent a lot of time on this already, but that's kind of what we wanted to do is kind of wrap up before Christmas, the free agent stuff. Anyway, um, we've, we've hit a lot on the Cardinals. We've got a few other things we want to hit to with them, but um, the deal that gave everybody a fucking headache, like literally gave every baseball fan a headache, especially Cardinal fans. When, when now again, let me say this. I feel like I always have to say this to people. Uh, not that they need to know it, but maybe I need to hear myself say it. Always question what you're here. I, like, you know, we hear the names Dylan Carlson. We hear the names that they wanted Graceffo, that they wanted Carlson. They wanted um, New Bar. New Bar. Okay, I don't know. We, I mean, yes, somebody might have told you that or them that. We don't know if that's what was. We don't know. We'll, it, Mo's not said it. Mo's never going to say it. So we don't know. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not calling it Fugazi. But I do think it's always smart to question when you hear something like that come out after the fact. All right. So we don't know. Um, but what we do know is that Sean Murphy is going to be in Atlanta. Uh, we do know the guy that honestly here is where I will give you credit. I don't again, don't hurt yourself, patting yourself on the back, but I will give you credit. You were the first person I heard bring up the fact that Atlanta might trade Wilson Contreras, William Contreras. Uh, to me, 24 year old dude who had a monster year this year and, and did a little bit of everything for them. Uh, I was shocked. I was shocked. That's a great move for the Brewers. That is a great I, – I can't overstate that. That is a great move for the Brewers to get him. Do you agree? Yeah, they should have even been involved. This is the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my life. It, it was awful. But let me, let me get into it for a second. Go get Matt Olson. They, first of all, they got pictures of Billy Bean. Hold on. They don't. Billy Bean doesn't even do the trades anymore. Um, here's what I'll say. Um, <laughs> one – I don't even understand why the Braves did this. I don't think they needed to do this. I think it was stupid. Um, I think they didn't need to give up the they didn't need to give up Contreras. They didn't need to give up the prospects. They don't need Sean Murphy at all. No. Not even a little bit do they need Sean Murphy. It was stupid. Um, they had a lot of things they could have addressed, shortstop being one of them. And they went out and did something that they didn't need to do. I don't really like it for them. Um, I think Sean Murphy's gonna be good for them. I do. 
I don't understand why why you aren't okay with your 24-year-old power hitter and your veteran that everybody loves, Travis Darno, and that being your tandem. I well, they the love kick- Travis Darno. They said he's not going anywhere. Then that still makes it dumber, right? If they love him. A lot of, like, I, I fine. Okay, here's what I'll here's say. my question, too. Let me ask you this, okay? In my mind, and maybe this was this is the least common denominator, so it's probably not even a thing. Go sign Dansby back and keep William Contreras. I know Sean Murphy's cheap. I get it. Atlanta's got the fucking money. Let's not be – let's not – and now, you know, that to me would have been the move. I, I think they love – I think they love the idea of Arcia or Grissom playing shortstop, and they're fine with that. And now they just – they saved a bunch of money, if we're going to be honest. They saved a bunch of money, but I don't get the get the Contreras thing. I it, it it blew my mind. I was shocked when I saw what happened. I told you it was going to happen before it happened. I texted you and said Contreras is going to the Brewers. So I, I said that to you. But there it here's, is. Um, there it is. I did. I wasn't shocked. I knew it was happening. But here's what here's what bothered me. Um, one, like Mar Murphy's a really good player. It just seems to me like they're trying to outsmart people um, when you don't really need to. I think here's what's confusing. First off, Oakland F F for the trade F, horrible. Don't horrible. know. I can't. No, say that. I do we know. I do know. They didn't get one prospect in the top hundred. Horrible trade. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Why were you asking for new far and down? Asking from the Cardinals. Yeah, horrible. They lost all their leverage because they over they overextended. If they would have asked for a reasonable offer, Gorman and something maybe, they probably would have got that, and it would be a much better trade for you. Okay, um, now let me ask you something. Hold on, I have another point. Okay, sorry, sorry. Um, Braves, you got a really good player. Um, you did. Sean Murphy's really good. I think it was unnecessary, but whatever. Fine. It's a good, you got a good player to add to your good lineup. Fine. I'll move on. Um, Brewers, I don't even know how they got in this thing. It's like they just like popped up and said, we'll take William Contreras. But yeah. oh, so give us your like 15th ranked prospect. And Manny Pena. Oh, okay. Why did the Athletics not just, they know Manny Pena came from the Braves. Why did the oh, Athletics, they gave up, they gave up one player and the Brewers got three players back, <laughs> including the best player in the trade, maybe. It's like, the, I don't know how the Brewers won the Sean Murphy deal and didn't get Sean Murphy. <laughs> very, very, very good point. Now, like, let me ask you why, Hold on one second before. I want to ask oh you why, why the Athletics... On one second with you. Well, yeah, because you always interrupt me. Why did the Athletics not just get William Contreras? <laughs> why don't you just get William Contreras and say, Brewers, fuck off. We don't need you in here. Get it William Contreras like... back. And then, well, what am I missing? I don't know. They wanted Newt Bar and Donovan, but they didn't want William Contreras. It was Donovan. That's who it was. That's right. So I would have been – the the Cardinals should have been involved. Fuck, give him your 15th prospect and bring him in his DH. This brings up three points. Um, One, I don't want to judge the prospects because we don't know. Like, we just don't know. I can judge where they're ranked and say they should have gotten more. I get it, but we still don't know. Like, we don't know. And, again, we always talk about who values who. Like, that's why you can't put the shit in that dumbass – calculator that people still continue to fucking use somebody take that website down from these people these people cannot stop using it so but two are we overvaluing or do the cardinals overvalue guys like donovan newt bar and carlson so what i mean by that what i mean by that is maybe the way we see again it goes back to value so maybe overvaluing is not even the, the point not even the right word there but do people around the league view them like the Cardinals because maybe it wasn't the A's asking for too much. Maybe it was the A's don't value Brendan Donovan and Lars Newbar. Like we, we see those guys. Does that make sense? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, teams always value their players more. That's always. Absolutely. The thing. So, yeah, I mean, cause to me, the fact that they asked for Murphy and Newbar 
I mean, no, Newt Barr and Donovan and Graceffo for Murphy was crazy because they value Sean Murphy so much. Right. Um, so that's just how it is. So, yeah, they do value their players too much. The Cardinals even have admitted that, that they value their players too much because it's just the way that you are. You see these guys grow. You draft them. You dream of what they can be. And when they reach high, like Newt Barr, when they reach, oh, this guy's becoming more than I ever thought he could be, you don't want to let that go. Like, why would you? I just um, wonder if other scouting departments around the league view Donovan and Newt Barr like the A's do. Like, so can I, can I, I, can I tell is, you? Can I tell are you we something? setting ourselves up for like, mediocrity from some of our guys that we no. think for one or two years have been great? Like, do you, I, can I'm I, just can I answer your question really quick? Absolutely. Lars Newt apparently is one of the most sought after people in all of baseball right now. Okay. Okay. Good to so know. the, the Blue Jays wanted him really badly. Like they, to the point to where they didn't, we didn't want to discuss anybody else. That's who they wanted. According to reports, um, the A's wanted them. I think the Yankees have probably, I think the Yankees, there's rumors that they may have made a call about him. Um, he has maybe the most, he, I mean, look at baseball savant. Everything is red, which means good. Yeah. That's like the best you can be. Um, no, he's, I mean, people think, maybe they think Randy Rosarena and they can pull another fast one on us. But I think like he's one of the most projectable players in baseball. And a lot of people maybe thought they could buy low on him, but the Cardinals have the same analytics. So they're like, no, you're going to have to buy high on him. Um, so no, I don't think they overvalue those guys. I think, well, I, it's just so weird to me. I think Sean Murphy, when you put it this way, you could have Sean Murphy trade Newt Bar Donovan, or you could have Newt Bar Donovan and Wilson Contreras. Right. That, uh, that probably became clear to the front office of, yeah. well, I'd yes. rather have all three of those guys instead right. of just Agreed. Sean Murphy. Um, do you also think, was it, oh, it brings me to point number three uh, that I've seen, and I think it's a valid point. I'm just not so sure that I agree with it, that the Cardinals should have tried to wait out the A's. Here's the problem when you do that, right? You're, you're going to say what I'm probably going to bring up, so I'm going to step on your answer here, all right? Or were they smart to say, okay, we made the offer, or you made the offer, whatever it was, right? We have to get a catcher. Wilson Contreras is there. If we try to wait out the A's, maybe Contreras signs with the Astros. We end up not the, – the A's pull the deal. Then we're stuck with Tucker Barnhart. No offense to these guys. They're better Peter than sport than I've ever been at in my life. But do you, see, do you think that's the deal? Here's, here's, here's multiple things. One, Dexter Fowler, Brett Cecil, Andrew right. Moore. I'll just yeah. say those three names because that's what happened yep. with those three guys. When you're um, – Desby Swanson, Cubs. Um, also, when one of your options falls off the table, so say they loved Contreras and Murphy, those were one and two. Contreras goes and signs with the Astros because the Cardinals are taking too long. Well, now the asking price for Murphy just went up because they know the, that's your number one option now and you don't really have a great fallback plan. Right. So now you may have to give up Newt Barn Donovan because yep. that's the only other guy you want. And you said to the whole fan base, you're getting the catcher. So – they and I even heard Derek Gould said and Mo made a joke that said maybe we shouldn't have broadcasted our views so publicly because everyone <laughs> is holding us for ransom right now. Right. For what we want. So they went and got listening to so There's something to be said about that. Here's my biggest problem with the Cardinals always. One, they never set the market. So they're always the one that either overpays or they're just left without anybody. Correct. They finally set the market. Great, great for them. They need they found a guy that they said we really like this guy. Maybe he's one A, maybe he's one B, one C of our choices. But we're going to go get him. We're going to get that part done, and we're not going to worry about it anymore. That's what they did with Wilson Contreras. So I'm glad they didn't wait out. Sure, you see the deal, and you're like, well, but it's also a complicated deal. Like, three-team trades don't come around very often. No, like they're very odd. And, you know, moved in general, don't happen very often. But two-in-one trade almost never happen, especially right. two when they're not going to the same teams. Like, they go with right. the different teams. So the deal is very complicated. Mo doesn't get – when was the last time Mo was in a three-team deal? I don't remember that ever happening. No, I don't either. He's like, say with Mo's a good general manager. I mean, president of baseball operations. 
not the most creative one in the world. So right. it's, it's, I don't know what we would have done the same thing they did. And also, if you look at our guys, like, I don't know who's the guy, that's Kyle Muller, the number one prospect in the Braves organization. Like, who would that have been for us? So, right. no, I don't think they should have weighed him out. I think, honestly, I think I'd rather have Contreras because I think he does more for what the Cardinals need right now. Leading into the Cardinals, um, do you see another free agent? Obviously, we've talked trades on here. Um, I, I think that you could st- – I still think – like people are freaking out as if uh, pitchers and catchers report tomorrow, right? Yeah. And honestly, to be fair, Caleb, if if they did, which they don't, I, I'd be okay with this group going into spring training right now. I know a lot of people are like, oh, we're not competing with the Padres. Well, first of all, the Padres are going to completely eviscerate their market because of what they're doing over there. So are the Mets. Also, to be fair, those two teams have not won shit. So let's relax. The Braves lost Swanson, lost Contreras picked up Murphy, might trade Max Freed. So let's relax there. The Phillies lost Harper for a while, got a trade turn. Phillies look great coming off a World Series, but we also know it's really hard for teams to get back to the World Series after they got there. The Dodgers, I, I love their pitching staff still. When you've got Urias, you've got May, you've got um, Gonsolin, you've got Bueller. Well, well, I guess Bueller won't be back for a while, right? You, he won't be back won't at be all. Back for a while. Um, who am I missing? He won't be back then? at all. You, you added Cinder. Oh, at all. Okay. Syndergaard, who am I missing? Who's the fifth one that I'm missing there? Urias, Gonsolin, May, Syndergaard. I'm missing their number two. Either way, whatever. We don't have to go through that. But Gonsolin's their number two. No, they had Gonsolin penciled in as their number four when I saw it on MLB the other night. I don't know. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's irrelevant. Oh, but Kershaw. Kershaw. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, so, still still good. I mean, it's still the Dodgers. They're going to be good, right? They're going to be I good. I don't know. Okay, but, let's go over who they lost. Hold on. Cardinals. I don't think that the Cardinals are that far away. So this is a long way for me to get to this question. Do you see them making another free agent move or do you see them just waiting it out and seeing making uh, three part question, free agent. Oh my God. Get to the question. Huh? I'm trying. Get to the question. You know how my brain works. Um, Free agent question. Two, do you see them making a trade between now and uh, the beginning of the season or three, do you see them standing pat and saying, we're going in it. We've got money to spend come the trade deadline if we need to make a move. But I guess that leads to part four. Uh, if you have money, why aren't you spending it? Go. Sorry. Sorry about that. That did take me a long fucking time to answer ask that question. Are you done? Sorry. One, you kind of <laughs> well, down. Brain, Stop brain talking. started with one question and it Stop. just kept going. Stop. I'm going to forget your questions if you don't shut up. Okay. <laughs> so one, um, you kind of downplayed the Dodgers. They lost both Turners um, and Bellinger. Like that's those Agreed. three massive losses. So you kind of downplayed how much worse they got this offseason. Um, but to go through the questions, I like I can try to remember them. Um, one free do they agent. make another free agent signing? I could see them signing a reliever. That's about it. Um, two, do they make a trade? Possibly, but it's if it is something, it's gonna be something we can't we don't know. So it's impossible to say. We're in agreement there. Um, three, will they go into the season? I don't know. I just told you that. Um, four. Uh, I just told you I don't know if they're standing pat. So I think right. the same question as two and one kind of. You just combined them into the third question for some reason. Different. It was. Because if my answers were yes, rather those third questions are relevant. Free agent Four, trades different. Yeah, but if they're if my answer is no to both okay, of those, then question being, three. Stop being that guy. Either way. Four. What was four? What was uh-huh. four? Yeah, fuck off. You asked four questions. What was four? I did. You're a fucking journalism major at the University of Illinois. You should be able what? to remember four questions, dude. That's not what journalism is about. What is four? For, um, oh, if they've got the money, why aren't they spending it? 
because you don't you shouldn't you should never just spend money to spend money not arguing i'm just saying why why are we not like we also shouldn't just let money sit there can i ask you a question who would you have spent this money on well there's two i i would have okay if it were me don't say the top three shortstops i no i wouldn't have i would have gone and gotten chris bassett or or rodan i don't like the deals and those are two very different players I get, it, I get it, but that's a, I'm talking one of the two. Like that's where I would have spent the money. Is I have you, you and I have said it on here for three years now. All right, we said it. We can't. I don't know how many times else I can say it. You need a guy to slot ahead of Jack or a guy behind Jack. You don't have to go get Degrom, Verlander. You don't have to do that. Okay. I honestly, I found the stats that we talked about last week. They were all fucking terrible in the playoffs. They were. Okay. But, but um, I I still believe in the fact that. You need a one. I I'm, I hate the word ace because it's so they're so rare. But you need a guy either with Jack or in front of him or behind him. That, that's what I would say. So even though I said 20 minutes ago I wouldn't give Rodon six years, it's not my money. I wouldn't probably do it. But man, if I'm the Cardinals, that that is a piece that they have desperately been missing. Both, especially Rodon. Bassett also swing and miss guy, but not like Rodon. He's like, not a swing and miss guy. That well, I think his K K per nine is eight something. I mean, that's, so that's pretty great. good. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. You, we talk on here a lot about um, they're a free agent, right? Which means they're free to do as they please, correct? No, you're right. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm making a point. He's free to do as he wants, Carlos Rodon. He wanted to be a Yankee. It's widely talked about. So maybe the Cardinals did want to bring Rodon in. So maybe you're they right. couldn't that's, bring that's Rodon fair. in. That's He's fair. a free agent. Like, if I'm a free agent, and maybe, like me personally, I'm a Cardinal fan. Maybe I want to go be a Cardinal. And maybe the Cardinals say, okay, we'll match that offer. And then he says, well, no, like I want to be a Yankee. Or right. and here's the thing that bothers me even more is you look at the offer, six years, 162. And as a, as a fan, you say, well, why did the Cardinals give him that? They could have paid that. It's only 20 set, 25 a year, 27 a year, something like that. Oh, why did the Cardinals? Why weren't they in on that? Well, say the Cardinals go to him and say, well, okay, fine. Six years, 170. Does that mean the Yankees stopped bidding at six, 162? No, 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 no. Of course so, not. So, so what I'm saying is no. I don't know if Rodan was attainable. I think yeah, you want to be a Yankee. That was All I'm saying about. is, I guess what I'm saying is, so I was using Rodon because he was there. Because, like I said, 20 minutes ago, but don't he's get all- me wrong. I knew they weren't going to sign him. Okay, so let me be fair there. Uh, I wouldn't have given him six years. So let me be fair there. What I'm saying is, then I'm hoping that there is a market, maybe via trade. I will still stick to the fact that if there's one thing the Cardinals desperately need, I don't give. Stop saying the left-handed bat, people. We've got we we got the guy. He's there playing as many times as you can fucking play. Him. All right, play them. Play no more. We got three of them. Three of them. We got three of them. That's all I can say. Um, but they, I still believe that for this team, you know, and I know, and I'm kind of countering my own argument here when I've said, well, pitching wasn't our problem. I understand that. But a healthy Jack and another guy just makes this team even better. That's all I'm saying. That that's if Miles Michaelis is your number three, I, I'm very very happy. I don't love Miles Michaelis as your number two. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Here's what, I, here's what I think. Um, I think they're in a great – people don't want to hear this. So if you're one of the people that are screaming on Twitter that, hey, we really need to go do something else right now. This is pathetic. Please uh, ear, ear plug just for a second because you're not going to hate what I'm about to say. They are in a unique situation because of the division that they play in, that they have time to go see what they have. Right. They have time to see if their outfield plays itself out. They have time to see if Gorman can be the guy. They have time to see if Jack Flaherty is going to be good, if Match is going to be good, if Michaelis, Wayno, um, I miss Monty. 
Monty, Monty. If those guys are going to be good. Maybe one of them steps up and they are a number one next year. Maybe that happens. Um, they have time to wait until August, more so than maybe any other team in baseball. Because one, they're extremely fucking talented. People keep forgetting this. The Cardinals are one of the most talented teams in baseball from Agreed. a depth standpoint. Um, two, they're head and shoulders above everybody else in the division. No one's even close to them. Like the Agreed. Brewers are a fine, good team. They're not close. So they've got time to know that, hey, we're going to let this play out a little bit. We're going to see what we have. We're not going to make any rash decisions. And if they need someone at the deadline, they've got a shit ton of weapons to go get one. And they may, and then they're going to know have a better idea of who they have and what their team's like. What if Jack is an ace next year? And they find that out in the first three months that he is an ace. And then they say, hey, well, now we don't need to trade Burleson, Carlson, Gorman, because now we have all those guys. Right. So they have a unique opportunity to say, and I normally wouldn't say this, but because I think their team is as way better than I think a lot of people think their team is, they have an opportunity to go and say, we're probably going to be in first place. Maybe we'll be a game out. Someone's going to get hot by the deadline, but we have an opportunity to see what we have. And the if, only way this, the only way this works for me is if they're willing to be aggressive in season, if they're not willing to be aggressive in season, then no, go make a move now. Right. But if you I think that's how it yes. plays out and then be aggressive in season, then, then fine, go do that. Go see what you have and then Pardon. be willing to adjust in season. Cardinals Twitter is going to like kick you out. You know that for you saying that's that. fine. I mean, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just want to let you know. I just want you to know that that will happen. Um, just to talk about the Cardinals, we we well, well, hold on. What was your opinion on what I said? No, I agree. I I agree, and I've said all along that I think I I still sort of believe that there could be a trade that happens. I don't know what it is. I, I have no idea what it is, but I do kind of in my heart of hearts believe that there could be a trade coming. That's all I'm saying. I yeah. don't know. And here's also the thing, like. What happens if the Rays or the Guardians go off to really bad starts and then a guy like Bieber or Glassnow becomes available? That's right. exactly I, the guy you need. So if those guys aren't available and those guys that really upgrade your team aren't out there right now, don't just go make a move to make a move. You need to I make one of substance. so the Rays than the Guardians because we've seen the Guardians got off to a pretty slow start this I'm, year. I'm not saying that the Guardians yeah. are going to do that. I'm just saying yeah. there are teams out there that could end up struggling. I White agree. Sox like of last year, well, if they get up to another slow start, now Lance Lynn's available and that could really right. help you out. Yeah, like, I agree. Things like that can happen. Yep. Um, and I and I also think it's going to be hard to make a trade, maybe, unless, like you and I have said, that there's somebody available that we have no idea and did not see coming. That's yeah. I think that's, you know. Which is always possible. That's, that's an idea. Um, Hedy, we've, we've gone through Cardinals outfield. We've, we dug into that pretty deep. We dug into their starting pitching pretty deep. The infield, we wanted to hit on a little bit in their catcher spot. Next time, I think we'll hit on their relievers a little bit because we're kind of waiting to see if maybe there's another move there over the holidays or whatever. But um, – Catching, I, I mean, I, obviously Contreras is going to catch 100 games, right? I think we bo- we're both are in agreement in that area. Um, mm-hmm. Kisner is your backup as of right now. Yep. I don't do. You, I I think they. I think it's great for Herrera to get another year or at least another half a year. If he goes down and dominates at AAA, then maybe you have a question. But I also don't believe you're going to bring up a 22, 23 year old to be a backup when you sign Contreras, which means I think for them to start him at AAA and get as much exposure. I'm not saying we're going to trade him, but I am saying that is a piece of that is one of those, you know, the little pieces that you've got that you're accumulating to potentially add somebody. Herrera has to be one of those guys. Do you agree? Yeah, Herrera. Um, yeah, sure. Um, he's a guy that you have uh, a couple options with. One, he should be in AAA all year, in my opinion. There's no reason to bring him up unless Agreed. Contreras gets hurt. Unless there's an injury. Knock on, knock on wood, unless Contreras is injured. Right. There's no reason to bring him up. Um, he needs he needed more time. I don't know what his future is. 
people are saying, by the way, Contreras is going to try and catch 120 games and that it was not. And that he said to that it was not his decision to catch the little as he did. Which, that was which by the way, you and I have said on here many times. Yes. Yeah. So I, I believe he can do it. He's in great shape. He'll be yeah. fine. Um, so I don't know. Herrera is interesting. He's a guy you could definitely trade if you need to. And someone really likes him. Um, he's not a guy I just throw into a package just cause, but he's a Agreed. guy that if someone's like, Hey, we really like this guy. Here's something you need now, maybe a good reliever, you know, that's something you could be able to do. Or he's just a guy that says, Hey, we don't know how long Contreras is going to be able to catch 120 games. So, and we believe Herrera is going to be a guy that can split time with him and Contreras can DH the other, whatever, however many games that's something that can happen as well. So I don't know where Herrera is going to stand. It's going to depend on his development but we know he needs to develop more. Yep. And I think also, you and I've talked, like, if you want to, if you want, and it depends what happens with Yepes. Is that how you told me I should be pronouncing this now? Yepes? That's what I've heard, but I don't know. I think either one's acceptable. Can you get a hold of his dad? Like, you and him are pretty close. I could, but I don't know how to text him and tell him, hey, how do I say your name? Because he's going to be texting me, and I'm just going to read it the same. Well, yeah. Like, can you phonetically, can you say it and record it? I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make his. You at, what's not, his, Jose? Omar. Say, Omar. Omar. That was kind of racist. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't at all i really did think of me i'm sorry omar <laughs> if you could if you could, if you could say omar can you can you record can you record the saying of your name i won't do that please for the show no. No, I won't. Okay. Um, um, anyway, why are we on Juan Yepes? Why did we get to uh, Well, my point was, I think we also believe that Contreras can play some first base if you want Goldie to DH. If, yeah, if he, can play, he can play he outfield has, too. Like, he's got options. Yeah, I don't know that I'm putting Contreras. I'm just saying you can get him out there for one game. It'd be right. fine. Um, so we were going to get to the infield. There's not much really to talk about the infield. You got you got the best third baseman in the league at third base. You got uh, the, the gold glove, or I mean MVP at first base. The, the, those are there. And we know that as of now, Right, unless there's some something really weird that happens. Tommy Edmond, uh, what was he the highest ranked defensive shortstop in baseball this year? I believe. Oh, he was even behind Swanson. He, even though he didn't win the. Behind uh, Swanson. Yeah. Okay. So he was number two. Okay. Uh, Donovan Gold Glover is going to play second, and you got Gorman. So you've got options if you want to move Donovan to the outfield. I, you and I've talked about Gorman maybe being in the outfield, and then you've got Yepes or Yepes, Yepes. Um, you've got him. He's only going to play first, like on the infield. The, the the probably, in my opinion, it's hard to argue the best infield in Major League Baseball. And so I don't think there's much for us to dig in here. There's not a lot of competition. I mean, except unless you're going to put Gorman there, which is there, there's some flexibility there. But I mean, what what you're rolling out there with Nolan, Tommy, Brendan, and Goldie, that's as good as it gets defensively. Here's what I think: one, you got your horses third and first base. They're there every day. Um, right. Knock on wood, no injuries, but they're the as, as consistent at being able to play 150 games as anybody in baseball. Correct. Um, and then you go to the middle. It's Tommy at shortstop. So I'm honestly considering him one of those horses as well. He's there every day. Yeah, I think he um, has to. So, so we'll go to second base. It's interesting, right? So a lot of people are, are worried about the outfield, right? There's worries about that. If if that happens, if maybe Walker's not quite ready and one of Carlson or O'Neill struggles slash gets hurt or whatever it is, or Newt, um, you can put Donovan in the outfield, and then you can put Agreed. Gorman there, and then you got your pass who can DH. They've got so yep. many options; they're so deep um, everywhere. I don't get the worry about offense. I think they've no. got a great, a great defense. I mean, a great, a great offense. They've won the best in baseball, in my opinion. And I think, it, honestly, I think the ceiling of that is the best in baseball. Yeah. The ceiling of this team's offense is the best um, in terms of the best in baseball. It, best defensive, uh, yes, I would say. Um, best all around. I think the Astros could give you a run for that. 
but probably the best. Um, just because right. Goldie and Nolan are so far ahead of what anyone else has at first, it's first yeah. third. And um, I like, well, we'll see what the Braves do. I would have said them with Swanson, but right. now I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, when you've yeah, got I don't think there's a lot of... Riley on the corners, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's pretty strong. And then Ozzy at and second. And you got Albies at second. That's also yeah. pretty fucking good. Yeah, and then we'll and see what Von Grissom slash RC last year. Like, that's an argument, right? Especially offensively. Yeah. Um, but I think when you, again. I think the, for the, the infield, there's not a ton to talk about because you kind of know what you got. Um, right. That there's that agreed. Like, I think I would like them to play Gorman at second base a decent amount and let Brandon be able to use his versatility to give guys days off, to give guys an outfield and third, third and first and third. If you wanted like DH Goldie, DH Nolan, I'd like to see them use, use Gorman at second base to let Donovan have the capability to move around like he should be able to. Um, but I think they've got a really, I mean, really good infield. Like I, I like it. Yeah, agreed. They have, I mean, all of them have a lot of upside. I ran into this. This isn't necessarily infield, more of a whole team thing. But I think the guy that might have the lowest OPS slash WRC plus on the team, the entire offense starting every day, is going to be Tommy Edmond. Yeah. Who's one of the most valuable players in all of baseball. Be He's going to hit more, ninth, where we've said defense. for two years. When yeah, the DH comes that's to what I'm nine, saying. How good of how many teams hitter. would kill to be right. in this position? Yeah, I agree. Like, I, like I so we're in agreement here. And here's the thing: whenever I say this on, and so I've I've kind of stayed away from Twitter a little bit lately, just because it gives me a headache. Some, and I understand you have to fill time. You know, you're a fan. I love that, by the way. I love the the fan. It's it's short for fanatic. I love it. But some of the things that are said just give me an, an like. Let's just lot. You and I both very logical people most times. Now, it, when you see us in the stands, we're not very logical. We're screaming things we should probably never be screaming around other humans. But that's different, right? But we, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, okay, I get, okay, I'll piggyback because I know where you were going a little <laughs> bit. Um, just Here's what I'll say. Just because the Cardinals aren't making the crazy jaw-dropping pass-and-bomb moves does not mean that you should feel any worse about the team that they've already constructed, which is okay, a really right. damn good team which is a team that won 93 games last year without Carlson being Carlson, without O'Neill being O'Neill, without right. Jack Flaherty for 75% Correct. of the year, without Gorman, without Gorman being up for a decent part of the year, without Donovan with being Donovan. starting pitchers for a long time, by yes. the way. Let's not without, that. Without Wilson fucking Contreras catching for you. Right. Like, they've gotten significantly better by making one move. And like I said, if you, if you have a team – I think if you're a general manager, what you dream of is being able to go into the offseason saying, we've got this core, and we right. have to add here or there for it. And the fact that Mosaic went into the offseason with this core and said, I'm going to go get Wilson Contreras to add to this core. And yep. if people are upset, I get that you want breaking news, Cardinals sign, Carlos Correa. Yes. Oh, my God, we're the talk of MLB Network for a week and a half. I get it. But that doesn't mean that our team is any worse because they don't do no, that. I agree. Thank you for finishing my thought, by the way. I yeah. literally got going and then forgot. Yeah, it happens. Um, all right. So before we get to the mailbag, just a couple things. Just a couple things. Um, one, while you're watching, first of all, thank you. We greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, you have really start, we, we're starting to see some really cool stuff happen with the pod. So thank you. That's you guys. Um, but while you're watching, we still would love you to hit the subscribe button. It's free. The holidays are here. Let's make everybody happy. That's all you do. Hit that little red button. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Uh, the comments have been coming fast and furious. It's hard for me to keep up. Uh, so we will get to some of those. But again, we want to take a minute and thank you guys. Um, we are going to take next week off with the holidays. So we won't be doing a pot unless obviously if something weird 
happens. Like that's pretty rare for for the Cardinals and with baseball as a whole. Now with the, the this week of Christmas and you have Hanukkah going on and you know we have all Kwanzaa. Like it's all happening, so it's gonna be odd. But if some breaks, we'll, we'll obviously change that. But I think we're gonna at least take one week off. Correct? That I'm correct. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But again, thank you. Hit subscribe. We, we still would love to hear the com the com or the comments. We love those. Um, the emails have been great. So thank you. All right. Anything else you want to hit on with the Cardinals before we get to the mailbag and get out of here and start uh, celebrating the holidays? Uh, my last thing would just be relax and like your team. Yeah. It's your team. Yeah. It's your team. I'm really excited it's about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm really yeah. excited about, about what's coming up. And okay. Like what, what I'm saying, this is your team. This is your team. It's a really good team. Everybody I've heard come on radio shows, come on, um, tweet out about it. Anyone I've heard outside of St. Louis – says that they think this is a really good team that can compete with anybody. So yep. the fact that you're a fan of this team and you're forcing yourself not to believe it, I don't understand it. Um, they're, they're really good. I get you. Yeah. Off Agreed. We've been on that forever. We always want them to do more. You should. Yeah. You're a fan. That's what you should want. But that doesn't mean that the players on the team are worse because they're not doing more. So that's what I'll Agreed. say. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's get, to, let's get to YouTube and let's get to a little Twitter and a little uh, Facebook action and we'll get out of here. All right? And uh, yep. I'll read these. You can respond. Okay? Um. Sorry, this one's on me. You didn't have him pulled up? No, I did, but I did something wrong. Okay. All right, the question was, is the, is the uh, Cardinals starting pitching good enough? Right, that was the title of our last pod. So from Nick Elliott here, no, absolutely not. They have too many question marks in the rotation. They missed on two solid pitchers at $15 million per. Both went to the Mets. That is the going rate for a mid-rotation free agent starter. Now, we just talked about I don't believe we need a mid-rotation. I think we have those guys, right? I think we have mid-rotation starters. Um, the Cardinals front office, uh, the Cardinals knew they needed a reliable starter to add to the mass of questionable starters on the roster. Hey, every team has questions. We're not arguing there, right? Uh, we have Wainwright in his last year and have to hope that he doesn't fade again like last year. Uh, there's a lot more, but I'm not going to go on to it. But uh, they need a couple of reliable innings eaters, and now the only option is a trade. So I don't want to hear how we can't part with some prospects. Thoughts? I don't know if that was one question or what just happened. No, I, I broke. I there was it's a big thing. I skipped some. Okay, yeah. Um, they do have a lot of questions in their rotation, no doubt. Um, a lot of injury concerns in their rotation with all five, all five of them. Um, so I can't really argue that point. They do have question marks. Um, does that mean that they needed to go? I mean, Quintana is probably what he's talking about. Yeah, I think they should have been in on him at thirteen million dollars, probably. But I don't think Quintana slash Senga slash i don't know how much they they really upgrade your team um i don't know i think if they're going to go get a starter they really need to go get one that changes the direction of their team not just to do that i don't think they're going to start the year with eight starters like that okay. makes sense. um we got some really nice comments by the way this week a lot of new subscribers we're really really cool um rich whiteman shout out rich uh, i'm new to you guys i love the conversation the friendly banter is hilarious and fun to listen to subscribe go cards that's what we thank you Thank, yeah, thank you, you for hitting that little red button, but also thank you for tuning in. And we agree. Go cards, right? Um, okay. Favorite fucking comment of all time. Of all time. Like, you, there's some great. Really oh, my nice God. Stuff. Get to it. My hold goodness. On, hold on. Ryan Graber. Very, thank you, buddy. Absolutely love this podcast. We love you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, we got a couple new ones on. on I got a really nice message from a guy on Twitter today that said, hey, just found your podcast love hey you guys are very knowledgeable love the banter it's hilarious thank you so thank you appreciate that 
should know you. his name. Don't have that pulled up right now. But we appreciate whoever sent that to Charlie. It was Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. We appreciate that. Also. This is the greatest fucking comment of all time. And it it is the best of all, all time. My Ever. goodness. Just get to the comment. Um, from Nintendo 64 with an eight. Like Nate. Endo. Get to the fucking comment or I'm going to end the podcast. First, first time seeing you guys. I enjoyed the convo because it reminded me of uh, me and my stepdad talking about the game. Awesome. Like, I grew up talking with my pop about the game all the time, even though he always said he called John Mayberry John Mayberry. That's another, that's a whole nother thing, right? Um, uh, he was who got me into baseball fandom. He's been gone eight years now. Uh, sorry about that. RIP. Uh, sounds like he was, that was awesome that he got you into baseball. So very, very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, he's been gone eight years now, and I wish that we could argue about the value of a Contreras, Gorman, O'Neill, Flaherty, Old Man Wainwright, or whatever the else is currently happening with the Cardinals. We love this. This is what we've been doing. You and I have been doing this for years, right? You and I have been doing this for years, the arguing and the talking about baseball. Uh, I don't know your dynamic, but Caleb, if you're seeing this, <laughs> greatest here it is, greatest comment of all time. Um, show your dad a little bit, bit more respect. Uh, you'll regret how you talked to him when you were young, uh, further on down the road, not trying to start anything, just speaking from experience. Nate, fucking preach, brother. I've been telling this man across from me to show me some goddamn respect for 20 years, and this is what I get every day. Greatest comment of all time. I'm like, no, it wasn't the greatest. I mean, first of like the first half was, it's, I don't want to like say anything about the comment, the second half, because the first half, uh, obviously, I rest in peace to your stepfather. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I disrespect you. I don't know if that's a that's a well known fact that I do. Um, I it's just our dynamics. Obviously, that's the point of the podcast. I think if we had a dynamic where it was like the nineteen you know fifties, where I was kind of like you know, yes sir, or, you know, like please sir, can I have some more like why, that? Why like, can I we think, not do that? Because I'd be boring as shit, and nobody would watch it. <laughs> See, like, there it is, right there. There it is. That's the well. Don't ask stupid questions if you want to be respected. <laughs> Uh, that comment just so you guys know none of us we both like say shit to each other it's not taken personally either of us so when we do that no we don't hold grudges for weeks at a time we don't like get pissed off well we do get mad at each other sometimes but it's not like it's just just not how it is it's more like a a, a friendly relationship than it is a you know a father-son like in the night correct relationship. so that's correct. what it is but, but when you're done here i do need you to clean up the, the room that you're in now get so. to the get to the end <laughs> 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 all right um all right larry loveless it is uh, sorry larry about that by the way um we i was gonna get right two years and then stepped on it so i apologize larry loveless it is obvious the cards do not have enough starting pitching edmund will play shortstop and cannot give up yet on carlson o'neill we are by the way fully in agreement 100 the starting pitching is so iffy and injury prone with matt's michael twain montgomery and flaherty uh do not doesn't they do not cut it the cards passed on Quintana. We've talked about Quintana. Um, I adding Quintana just adds another guy. Like I get it, I understand it. He was great for us. Thank you, Jose Quintana. But he doesn't fulfill the need that I believe the Cardinals have, which is a number one or a number two guy. Can we get to the first part of his question? I think that's the most yeah, important sure. part of the question. Um, to say that they don't cut it is inaccurate. Um, the only concerns around those guys should be injury related, but then those are fair. But all five of them very much so are valuable, good starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. They are that. Yeah, like they are serviceable, very good, can give you a chance every fifth day. All five. 
So, so to say they can't cut it, I don't. That just doesn't make any sense to me. They can all five of these guys if they're on the trade box. Somebody would want them. Somebody good would want all five. Yep. So, except for maybe Wayne, right? But that's a different story. Um, I, I, I don't understand. I think people get confused by not having as good of a rotation as other teams and having a bad rotation. That's not. Yep. That doesn't equate to me. No, they don't have the Cole Rodon one-two punch. The Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, but they don't have a a bad rotation. No one in their rotation is bad. I don't think, at least. I agree. It's not like Dak Hudson last year where he was really bad for a while. Like, they don't really have a guy like that right now, in my opinion. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I, I'm really bad at some of this, by the way. I should be better with... No Why don't just do one more? Both. Huh? Why don't just do one more? Yeah, one more. Um, if I could find it, it would be great, though. I had a really good one, and I'm really bad at <laughs> I had it Just pulled up. Take screenshots. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. From Mitch Delaney. Mitch, by the way, he's been very – he's been commenting on a lot of our stuff on Facebook, so we appreciate you, Mitch. Thank you so much. Um, just found your podcast. Nice. Uh, really, guys, a bit more of the, my take than all of the other ones out there. So I appreciate that. I think sometimes my, my reading ability is not that great. Okay, okay, well, let's, you guys can so stop halfway trying. through every time. He, he agrees with us is what he's saying. So, shout out, Mitch. Um, I differ on starting rotation, The uh, though, a, as a manager and former player, the cards have four holes next year. Shout out, also former manager and former player. Uh, at least two of those need to be filled internally, hence why I would not sign a starting pitcher until all-star break. So, we just talked about that. You know what I mean? Um, and he's talking about Connor Thomas in here, but we do appreciate everything. I'm not going to read the whole thing. He wrote a lot, but Mitch has been a big uh, person on here's comedy. Thank you. Sorry, I should be better at this. I really should. I'm um, I guess we can say something about Connor Thomas. One, I thanks for the nice comment. Connor Thomas, um, he's interesting. I hope they start him in AAA and see if that cutter he got that's kind of led to his success is real and see what he's like in AAA. Um, they're going to need guys down there anyway, but he's just more depth for the for the team. I think this team has more depth at the starting pitching. Um, starting pitching wise than they've had in a long time. So hopefully we won't see that dreaded June, July. Oh shit. We have three bodies right. and right. two guys that just are, can't cut it. That's no offense yeah. to Palante. I just don't think his arm was ready for the work- workload he got. Right. Um, but yeah, they've got a lot of depth. They've, I think their rotation is going to be fine. I think the only thing they're missing is the guy that can go out there and compete with the, with the Verlanders, the Scherzers of the world. That's the only thing they're missing in my opinion, all right. this entire roster really. So um, yeah. we'll see if they can find one of them. But I think other than that, they're, the rotation is fine. It's it's fine. Yep. It's not bad. It's not great. It's fine. Yep. Um, anyway, thank you, everybody. I, I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody. As you can see, I'm still learning how to manipulate. Maybe I should points. do it. Maybe they, I well, should do it. No, because you would pick a choose. You would not have read Nate's. You would not have read Nate's comment. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would have cherry picked that thing right out of there. And that needed <laughs> to be read on here. So uh, there was no need for that. That's why, you're, that's why you're not in charge of that. Right there. That reason alone is why you're not in charge. Anyway. Listen, thank you guys so much. Again, we would greatly appreciate you. Find us on Twitter. Give us a follow. You can find us on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you, obviously, on YouTube. Please subscribe. It really does help us out. Uh, we're in the middle of sending out and starting to talk and negotiate with some um, sponsors. So the more subscribers we have, the better. Uh, we're trying to make to, to where we can get even better content, better production, better everything for the pod. That's kind of where we want to head with this. So that's because of you guys. So thank you very much. Uh, I'll end it right here. Caleb, you got anything you need to say? No, I'm good. That's what I figured. Uh, Everybody, listen. 
for the next couple of weeks. Have an amazing holidays. Uh, no matter what it is you celebrate, uh, hopefully you get some time to, to unwind. You get time to spend with the family. You get to be with the loved ones. Uh, whatever. If you need, if if you don't have that in your life and you want to reach out to us, you know where to find us. We'd be glad to be do whatever we can to help. All right, whatever we can. So uh, be nice to everybody. Be kind. Stay safe. Take care of each other. We will talk to you soon. Have an amazing holidays. Cheers.